Hello there, everyone. Welcome back to the 1894 podcast. Welcome back to yet another episode. And we are back for yet another preview podcast. And we are here to talk about, well, Bush City's first game back since the international break in October. And we are back to face Coventry. And we're back at Ashton Gate as well after two consecutive trips to Yorkshire uh, in Leeds and Rotherham. We are back. And we play Coventry, the Sky Blues. Uh, the visitors to Ashton Gate, I have with me, as usual, Matisse. Matisse, how are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. A bit, a little bit bored like most football fans are in these international breaks. They're always a bit long. But yeah, we're back this Saturday. It'll be good to get back down to the gate and hopefully change some form around from our recent home form. And yeah, hopefully get back, get a result and a, and a good performance. Um, yeah, we're all hoping for a result and a performance, um, but it won't be easy. Um, England have been playing during this international break, and honestly, as Matisse said, it's been really boring. Probably the only good thing about this international break has been the rugby, um, and even mm. in that, England um, just about scraped through uh, um, Fiji as well. So, yeah, not a great international break um, for you know, football fans like us who go to the go to the games and um, enjoy ourselves on the weekend. Not great, not much to talk about, but we're back this weekend, uh, five days time, Saturday. But it is a Monday. I am a bit glum, uh, a bit, you know, hard, hard working day at school and all and all that. Um, but we'll talk about the football, upcoming football. Um, I don't want to be, you know piling on the negativity but we are playing a Coventry side who are quite good yeah they, they are good but no game is easy in the championship and yeah it's not gonna be easy they are unbeaten their last four now um they have drawn a lot of games though the side with the most draws in the in the league six of them but they yeah they've only lost one in their last 10 they're, they're a strong side and it obviously won't be easy especially we well, we only won once at home this season so far. That was against uh, Plymouth side where that night they were not def- nowhere near their best. Um, so yeah, it it's yeah, it's going to be an interesting game. But we'll see. Well, we we have to make some forced changes as well. Wells won't be available um, after his ankle injury in the Leeds game, so he came off. I think he's going to be out for a few weeks. Um, so hopefully not, not too long. He got put. He got he got put in a boot. But I don't know if they did the test. I don't know if it's gone any further from that. But yeah, definitely not ideal considering we didn't really want to rush Conway too fast back in. But considering we've had this two-week break, he'll probably start, I reckon. Um, Hopefully. I beg he doesn't start Cornick. Um, please, Nigel. Um, <laughs> I do not want to see that happen. But um, yeah, it, it does come at a lucky time because if Conway was still up for a couple of weeks and then we had Wells out as well, then yeah, bit of a problem. But it's yeah, it's not ideal that now we don't have the option and we're being forced to play, which is not, you don't want that as a club when you don't have the depth. No, it's it's certainly not ideal because just as when just when you think that uh, you know we're getting kind of slowly getting Conway back and we're kind of slowly trying to integrate him back into the side. You're kind of going, okay. If something happens to Cornet, that's a bit. Uh, sorry, uh, to Conway, that's a minor, you know, minor problem that's going to have him out for another couple of weeks. Then we have at least we have Naki Wells to rely on and Harry Cornick and whatnot. Now we've again, it's, it's just it's just it's just not an ideal situation. And the fact that you know Naki Wells is not going to train for the 
for this two-week period to keep his fitness up um, as well. It's, it's, and it's not like he's going to go straight back into the team either. It's not ideal, um, and I don't think um, it certainly helps us. Although it does kind of fast-track uh, Tommy Conway's progression back into the 11, which, you know, it could be good, could be bad, based on how you know quickly he recovers and adapts to 90 minutes. Um, not really much going on in terms of British City perspective during the international break. You know, um, players have gone off and uh, uh, played for their national side. Uh, uh, who would it be? Mark Sykes, Jason Knight, uh, Max O'Leary. Uh, I don't think Max has been given a start, though. Um, has Sykes played? I'm not, don't, don't I'm not so. sure. What, uh, did Mehmeti get called up for Albania or...? Um, yeah, I didn't no. see anything. No, I don't. Yeah. I don't think so. Um, and honestly, not not surprised. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, Max has been on the bench. Uh, Mark Sykes has. I don't think he's played. No, he's not. He's been on the bench as well. So he not. And Jason Knight, I think, is a, is a starter for Ireland. So he he played against yeah. Greece. Um, and I think Ireland are playing France. Maybe France. Um, no, they're playing Gibraltar as well. No? They're, they're playing yeah. Gibraltar today, uh, that'll be interesting. Um, huh. but yeah, so Jason Knight's the only one who's been a part of international duty for any of the countries. Um, so no, yeah, but they're, they're think... out of the question, I think. Now, anyway, they've only got uh, one it, win out of six. Isn't it weird that they have to lose the Netherlands to then qualify or something like that? They have to lose their next game if they want to qualify. It's something ridiculous up with the equation. Um, I think only top two qualify, no? Yeah, top or two qualify. Like a... But I think they have to lose the Netherlands and they hope that, I don't know, Greece beat France or something. Sorry, France beat the Dutch. It's it's, it's something weird. Um, and the, and the, I think I think they have to hope that Gibraltar pull off a result, which I don't think is happening. Um, so it has, to, it has to be something weird like that. But anyways, um, Jason Knight is the only one who's played for internationally and... Well, Jason Knight is never going to get fatigued ever in his life because he just runs all day. Um, so I don't think we have to worry about Jason Knight's um, energy levels coming into Coventry. And I think he's a pretty, pretty bang on starter. Talking of starters, um, let's talk about who you expect to, um, to, to start against Coventry, shall we? Um, I think we can both agree it'll yeah. be Max. Yeah, I think I think we can, even though recent like questions and qualms over him but yeah he, he'll be definitely starting um tanner is out obviously he'll be out for a few weeks i think still to go maybe early november um so we'll have taylor gardner hickman i reckon um and then we'll have again naismith and dickie and um pringy on the left midfield I'd... same midfield three can i can i yeah. put something out there i would kind of maybe look at hayden roberts because it's nothing against Camp Brink, because I think he's been absolutely fine. But should, I don't want this to become another Kane Wilson situation where he just doesn't get a game yeah. and then he's just shipped off. Yeah. It feels completely pointless. I think he needs game time and you can't just give him 10 minutes off the bench every 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 game and hope that oh he might pull something. Because he's been played at left wing, he's been played in centre midfield and he's been played at left back. He's played literally all, all across the left-hand side and he's just going... Just give him a just give him give him a couple of starts. Just give Campering a rest. And I know this seems like a bad time because it, we just had the international break. This is like the you know Campering's opportunity to rest. But before the end of the November, I think there's an is there an international break in November? 
think I think so. Um, um, if if there if there is before then, you know, have give give Hayden Roberts a couple of a couple of games, give him ninety minutes or seventy five minutes, because he's just not had that opportunity. He's played in the cup. He's been really good in the cup. Like you know, just, just what what more does he realistically need to do? Um, and well, uh, we can infer that he's been a good training. Um, He's, he's, he's done well in training because otherwise he wouldn't have made the bench. Uh, let's be honest, because Nigel Pearson uh, is not that kind of guy to just float along with players. So I just, I maybe not this game, but certainly in the future, I'd definitely be looking at in the short term future. I'd be looking at giving him Roberts some ninety minutes. Yeah, it, it's an interesting situation because we, we kind of, we've got two quality left backs like as a like a squad depth, whereas in other positions we're lacking even like one player there. So we've got two good players. And like you said, it was a sad situation with Kane Wilson. So, and I think, yeah, he shouldn't have to wait for a campering injury or like, yeah, just getting 10 minutes there, here and there. Like like you said, he's he's a good player. He does deserve a start. I don't see him coming on this Saturday, though. Um, I reckon mm. Pearson will still stick with Pring, but no, you're definitely right. Um, yeah, we do, we do have another international break, um, but we do have five games now. And then after QPR away, we another another week break. Um, but yeah, so midfield, same three. And then obviously Naki is out. So I'd say we'd start Conway, hopefully. I think after this two-week international break, fitness is up. He's played a three three games off the bench now. Um, um, yes. Yeah, yeah. would be, we'll be a Stoke Rotherham lead. Yes, yes. Yeah. So he's done three games, and then we'd have Sykes and Bell. Um, so yeah, Mameti still has it. He came on. He came on against Leeds. Well, we talked about that in our review podcast, but didn't really impact the game. So maybe he'll get another substitute appearance in the next few games, but we'll see how um, that one goes. I, th- I don't. I don't think um, we had this conversation, didn't we? Yeah. Um, but yeah. I don't think Mameti is going to be trusted uh for much longer if this if this kind of run of run goes on because at the moment he just oh no i like mometi i think he's a good player but something's just not ticking at the moment um but yeah did you say conway up top mark sykes and sam bell the same midfielders um yeah i'd I'd agree with that it'd be conway up top if if um if he doesn't go with cornick um, and whether whether he's still kind of trying is trying to manage Conway's fitness because because we've not had any had any games during this period maybe he's looking at maybe still a couple of more games and then maybe he starts Conway it, we don't know um, we'll find out soon in the presser I suppose um, so let's talk a bit about Coventry because we haven't really touched on them uh, massively so far um, as you said I think it's two defeats in their season so far and one of them was away at Leicester so I think we can allow that um the other was at Cardiff which was a bit of a weird result because Cardiff were on their kind of purple patch um I think it's going to be a really tough game I think I think they'll I think they'll come here kind of making this I think they'll have kind of kind of have the circled in as a must win if they want to make the playoffs um Coventry but I don't think we're going to make it easy for them either. Um, I think we'll make it. I think they'll come here. I think they have more possession than us. I think they'll kind of have the ball, but I'm still not overly convinced on whether they're fully ticked yet as a team because they've got a lot of new players. 
and they lost Gyokoresh and Hamer, didn't they, in the summer for big money, and they have to like rebuild their squad a little bit. Um, so I'm not fully sure they've ticked quite yet. I think they will eventually, but I think I think we could get something. I think I think a draw is kind of an acceptable result. Um, but if we want to, you know, make the playoffs, which again is a complete far-fetched shout. If we're if we're going to make the top six, then we're going to have to beat you know teams that are not quite there yet. We didn't beat Stoke. We lost at home to Stoke. Um, we Leeds were. When we played Leeds away, they weren't they weren't at their peak. They're still not at their peak. They're still kind of getting themselves into rhythm. If we want to get into the playoffs, we should get a point there. Um, not saying we win there, but we should get kind of a gritty, gritty point there. Um, and then who else have we lost to? Uh, I mean, Leicester away is you know Leicester away. Um, Birmingham at home, well, okay, fine. But my point is. Um, if we want to get into those playoff positions, we need to take advantage of teams who are not quite there. And maybe Coventry are one of those examples. Because after that, we've got Ipswich, who are ridiculous. Unstoppable right now. Absolutely. Literally unstoppable right now. Then um, we've got Cardiff away, who have here by the Purple Patch and look a far better team than we thought they were. But then we got Sheffield Wednesday at home. So, you know, there are points to be taken we need to st- we need to improve our home form. We need to make Ashingate a fortress, um, which is a very easy thing to say. is not, not much more harder to do. Um, where are your kind of feelings before the game in terms of like do you, in terms of relative to expect expectations? What what do you think is an acceptable result? Yeah, I'd say probably a, a draw at the minimum. But like you said, the difference between like a playoff side and a mid-table side where we've been at is these types of results. The start of the season we've had, Pearson has done interviews as well. Naismith also talked a bit about like where we are right now and he agrees like we're, the team can be better. It's We've kind of been mediocre. We're 14th, obviously. But like you said, a point at least. Like, I know that these are hard games going to Leeds away, Leicester away. But like yes, we put in a good performance, but to be to make that a difference, we get a point at one of these games. Not, we have to be. The thing is, I'm not saying we go to Leeds and we must take a point, but I'm yeah, saying exactly. Leeds Leeds weren't at their like peak, so they have they're, they're still kind of moving under Daniel Farr. Because that's my point. We're playing these teams at a good enough time, if you know what I mean. Yeah, so no, no, I, I agree. I agree with you. Um, I we that that's why like the loss against Stoke. That like we should we need to be winning those games and like against Hull we could say we deserved a win. It's these fine margins and every game matters and then the points build up and then that's why the reason is we finished ten points behind the sixth place. Um, but yeah, Coventry obviously won't make it easy. They've lost some good players. We obviously know they are some penalties last year in the playoff final, but they're still a strong side. They haven't fallen apart. We're going to see some familiar faces, De Silva, mm. Casey Palmer. Um, was, I thought it was a good signing for them, Jay De Silva. He's, he suits them. He's, he's been, playing, he's been, he's been, been re- playing well. He's been really good, apparently. Um, of course he has. Typical. Actually typical. Yeah. Stick him in a back. Stick him at left wing back in a back three, and he's just bombing up the pitch. Of course he's going to do well. Yeah, they've got yeah some made some signings. They've got Brighton, Loney, um, Sims as well. Um who's yeah. a very established good player so yeah Hachi they Wright, are on the same yeah oh, yeah right as well yeah he's got four goal contributions already this season but yeah they've got a strong team 
have got a lot of draws. We are on the same points as them, actually. They are ahead of us uh, on goal difference. But yeah, I think a draw at minimum. But if we want to make that extra effort, if we want to show the fans, if the club wants to see progression and we win this game, get three points and it, 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 it's, yeah, it's it's a big game because we can go with a, a draw and it's a good result. But then again, they're mid-table right now. They haven't fully got into into gear, but yeah. Yeah, but it's it's a, it's it's a it's again it's a weird one because we at the end of the season if Coventry finish fifth we're going oh if we get a point there we're going oh brilliant point you know you know um that's that's my favorite. I think we drew twice to Coventry last season didn't we um we got a nil nil at Ashton Gate we got a one one at their place yeah, yeah I think Semenyo scored actually um yeah he did. so so that feels ages ago now bloody hell. Um, that was this year as well, January. That was this. That was this. Yeah. Um, wow. Um, no, we need to be getting. I'm not saying this in an arrogant way because I think Coventry are a really good side, and I think they will be, you know, above us eventually. But they, they are not in the perfect moment. If I want to use a, you know, vague football manager term, they're not in the moment. Uh, so we need to go there. We need to go and get something from the game. Um, and I know that, that that could sound like a bit of a defeatist mentality in that, uh, yeah, I'll take a point and whatnot, and they're a good side, and if we get a point, we're lucky. But I think with that, that'd be a good result and something to build on. Um, let's go to score predictions. Um, what's your score prediction then? Yeah, I I want to I want to go in after the international break. We have got three, four losses out of last five, actually. No, three. Three, three in the last three, three out of three last five. Yeah, three three in the last four. Yeah, that was it. Um, but I'm gonna go for for a good result. I'm gonna go for a win just to brighten up brighten up the predictions. Um, I say not. We won't keep a clean sheet. But I'll go for a classic two one win for the Reds, which would be a great three points. And I'll go for goals from Conway and Jason Knight. Should be, I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd be very nice. That's, that's optimistic. Um, yeah, I'm not seeing, I'm not feeling same kind of you know positivity. I think, I think we can get a draw, and I think we will get a draw. I think we'll get a point. I think that's, I think it's a particularly bad result. Um, I'll go one one, one one. Um, I'll go Jada Silver own got on there. Um, <laughs> Uh, who's going to score for us? Mark Harry Sykes. Cornick. Mark, oh, right, not, yeah. not Cornick, not Cornick. <laughs> I was there. I was there for Plymouth. That was the only. That's the only time I'm going to see Harry Cornick score ever. Um, and I was right in front of it. It was the best moment of my life. Um, never, never mind the fact that we beat Man United. That was the best moment of my life. Um, the Harry Cornick uh, uh, goal. Um, no, I'll go for a point. I think Mark Sykes will probably like get an equaliser or something in the seventieth minute. And, We'll go happy for the point. Um, so we've just come out the international break. So that is our commentary preview done. We've just come out the international break. So as Matisse mentioned, we've got another block of five fixtures in the league before the next international break. So we'll go through um, not each of them in detail, uh, but we'll kind of skim past them and then we'll give like a little um, how many points roughly do we think we're taking. Um, so I said a point against commentary. You said three. Ipswich, um, yeah, 
Yeah. Um, you want to take this one? Yeah, we'll have a look. I mean, we did it for the last five. I think we fell short one point after that loss against Stoke, and it was looking positive, to be fair. But, um, yeah, I'd say... I did say a win against Coventry. Um, I don't really see us getting anything from Ipswich. I don't know. They seem unstoppable right now. Maybe a point would be really good. Maybe. But I'd say maybe three over those two games. And then Cardiff away again. They're, they're in good form as well. Um, maybe for them. Sheffield Wednesday is a must win, um, must win. right now. Definitely. Um so that'd be three points. Then QPR also have been pretty poor. Um, looking at the, well, they are in the relegation zone right now. So, um, they haven't won in a little while. They haven't won in their last six, I think. Ainsworth yeah. is on the brink there. Mm. Uh, so I'd say... I'd say um, maybe... I'd be happy with nine but i'd I'd say i'd be happy with nine but i'd say 10 i'd say 10 10 going off going off really i think um i i'd say we can win against sheffield wednesday and qpr i have gone for a win against coventry you just you just know you just you can't you just it just stinks of you know we're going into two must win easy easy games easier games and we're just going to stink up the place and lose one nil both of them Hmm. Yeah, I mean, Coventry could well be a draw, to be fair. But I say, well, that'd be six, seven, eight. It could be eight if we get... But I say Sheffield Wednesday, QPR, six points. Cardiff Ipswich, one point. So that'd be seven. And then Coventry, one or three. You think... So you think three wins, basically? I think three three wins, three wins, one draw and a loss, or could be two wins, two draws and a loss. Because Coventry, mm-hmm. I have I have said a win, but it, it's going to be close. And it's it's going to be a tight game. Yeah. I think I have said draw against Ips. Oh, sorry, I said draw against Coventry. Draw. Ipswich at home is going to be tough. It's going to be really tough. Um, I'll I'll back us for a draw. Um, in that one. Um, Cardiff away. I'll be limbs if we win. I'm going do, down do we? Well. Do we? Can I? Can I be? Can I be honest? Do we seem like the team that's? Do we seem like a team that's going to be like properly up for it for a derby game? Mm. Are we coached that way? <sighs> that's the thing. Because if you, if, cause if you, I don't want to make comparisons in the slightest. But if you think of Russ Martin Swansea in the last couple of years, every time it came to a derby game, they were utterly at it. Like 110%. And I don't want to make comparisons because it's, you know, Wales and Swansea. Um, but, you know, you know what I mean? Like, every time they had a South Wales derby, they were right at it. Do we seem like we have that sort of team? And I don't want to be, you know, disrespectful and, like, negative. Who in that team, apart from maybe Joe Williams, who's going to take is going to take the game by the scruff of the neck and go, right, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go and... To go into someone and really take maybe Jason Knight. Um, if Andy Vyman's fully fit, he'll he'll do that. He'll happily just yell at someone and just you know completely take someone out. But I don't get that feeling from the squad. I think it's quite a relaxed squad. I think it's quite calm squad. It's quite a good squad. It doesn't give me that feeling. I think we could get. I think we get a point eventually. Um, so that's three straight draws. Um, and I agree, six points from QPR and Chef Wednesday is a must. 
really, because they're struggling at the moment. Unless something so I'm, I'm, I'm beating in I'm beating in five. I'll definitely say that. If, if we if we go we're, 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 we're okay in Derby games, aren't we? We're meh. Yeah. Like we lost we lost in the Tommy last Conway, one. If Tommy Conway gets on the course yeah. score sheet again then. I mean I mean we lost the last one, but still we're, we're moderately we're moderately competent yeah. uh, competent anyway. Um yeah, I think I think we could have we drawn have we drawn have we drawn with Cardiff since we've since they got relegated? I don't think we have, have they? It's either been what was our result at Ashton Gate against Cardiff last year? We won 2 0. Rob Atkinson and um, oh, it was it was that double. We had a great Rob start Atkinson to the season Com- after Conway, yeah. Conway and after the first two games, we were flying. I remember that actually. Yeah. Oh, that was last season. Um, yeah, so you know what? Three from the first three and then six and nine. Is that two? We'll definitely lose one of them. Definitely lose one of them now. Um, I say eight or ten, so we're kind of average out. Nine. Average out. Got nine. Got nine. Um, we'll, call, we'll call it. We'll be. I'll, we'll definitely be happy with nine. And if we're unbeaten, that is. If we, if we if we if we if we're nine points from them, that is brilliant. Um, I'd take that hundred percent. That would leave us on twenty four points in sixteen. So if I average that out, uh, twenty four divided by sixteen and times that by forty six, sixty nine points. That is kind of higher on chillance mid table, like yeah. tenth. That's, that's yeah, not enough for playoffs, but not enough for playoffs. Where we're looking right now, that'd be like mid seventies, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah, that's all right. Um, but yeah, other news just before we start to wrap it up. Um, earlier today, Harry Leeson, we saw him a bit in preseason oh, as yes. well, scoring a couple of goals. He is now on a short-term loan to the National League North, um, mm. Gloucester City. So yeah, well, well, hold hold up. I'm sorry, National League North. Yeah, I was surprised with that. That's Gl- quite low down. Gl- Gl- Gloucester in national. I mean, the system. I know the system's weird, but honestly, Gloucester in the north is ridiculous. Um, oh god, they're they're twenty third. Do they not have enough teams up north or something? Gloucester City in the National League North. Oh my! I days. mean, that's weird. Um, yeah, but he's been. I'm surprised low- he's quite. I thought he could play for National League at least. Yeah, I mean he's quite highly rated, isn't he? Uh, amongst the um, uh, City Academy, and Pearson clearly rates him quite highly. Uh, he just hasn't been able to break into the team, which is unfortunate. Um, who's the other one? The Canadian one, Jamie Knight uh, Labelle, isn't it? Um, he's uh, he's also quite highly rated. Rafa Royer, uh, Royer, uh, oh, that's a bloody tongue twister. Um, he might get a Nash. Uh, sorry. Um, a uh, move in the January window, a low move that is. Um, so hopefully he gets a low move. Um, what would you do with the youngsters like Aroye, like Labelle? Would you give them a? Would you would you keep them on like the reserve on on the back burner just in case we get an, another injury crisis? Or would you just kind of risk it a little bit and give them game time they deserve? That's the thing, because sometimes it obviously works brilliantly. I mean, the way Sam Bell like, flourished through, he, he could have been put on a loan before that season and then could have changed the whole, yeah, his whole future. But the way we are now, looking at our injuries, we do have a lot, but some of our long-term injuries are coming back. Atkinson and Ben Roos should be back to training in the next few weeks. Um, and then, obviously, Tan and Vine and then McCrory, finally, our summer signing. I mean, still a few months, yes, but in January... Hopefully, we'll be back in training, and then I'm very excited to see how he performs. But, yeah, some players, like, like Yeboah is now 
kind of, he will appear in the match day squad and gain some time now and then and be developed. I'm considering our centre back situation, Arai Arayore, um could be an option as well, but maybe Jamie like uh like LaBelle could be a good move for for loan, but we'll see. I don't know where where's Omar Taylor Clark as well. He just kind of disappeared. Kind of disappeared, I know. Weird, weird yeah. one that. He looked decent um, as well. He, he he looked like a decent prospect, but yeah, I'm hoping that's like um, not because he's been omitted from the squad, but like maybe an injury uh, that's kind of just holding back. Because um, he looks like a good good player, good technician. Um, anything else to add on the Bristol City perspective, or should we wrap this up? No, not really. That's about it. Nothing much happens in international break. But yeah, yeah. Um, if you're watching this before the England game, um, don't bore yourself to death. Um, try not to. Um, yeah, just 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 enjoy the game, basically. And um, yeah, if you're going to Coventry, uh, they get uh, an Ashing Gate. Enjoy yourself um, as well, and hope let's hope for a City win. Um, that is it for me. Matisse, um, do you want to say goodbye? Yeah, it's been a pleasure, guys. Make sure to like, subscribe, you know, follow us and all the thing. We're slowly growing. We're gonna try and keep consistent as a as one of the Bristol City podcasts. But yeah, been great. Hopefully, good result on Saturday back at back at Ashing Gate. Yeah, yeah, you. it's been really, it's been really enjoyable uh, doing this um, with Matisse. So just want to say that, um, and hopefully we can, you know, grow and um, put ourselves out there um, in the future. Um, but yeah, thank you very much for watching, listening. Um, as Matisse said, like, subscribe, and whatnot. Um, and we will see you all um, very soon after the commentary game um, to preview Ipswich and to review what will be at commentary. Thank you very much for watching, listening, and we'll catch you later.